0: Welcome to Shook Shorts, an ongoing podcast series that explores legal and business issues impacting national and global companies. I'm Jennifer Voss, the managing partner of the Tampa office of Shook. Our firm has a national reputation for its knowledge of science and how it is used in the courtroom. Our team includes more than 120 analysts and scientists with advanced degrees in science and technology and other areas. We also have a public policy practice that closely follows the admissibility of expert testimony in the courtroom. And Shook attorneys recently testified before the Committee on Rules of Practice and Procedure Administrative Office of the United States Courts. Joining me now is Cecilia Bidwell, an attorney at Shook who helps prepare medical and scientific experts for trial in state and federal courts. Cecilia is one of our lawyers who will be speaking to judges at a symposium hosted by the Law and Economic Center at George Mason University about expert testimony, including the admission of medical and scientific testimony in the courtroom. Cecilia, welcome. Thank you. First and foremost, Cecilia, what are some challenges of working with expert witnesses? Well, the biggest challenge really
1: is that in many cases you're going to be dealing with some really complex scientific or technical subject areas and you need to distill that down into something that a jury can understand and seize onto so your job is to really really understand the subject matter yourself and make sure that you understand what your expert is telling you and then how them to package that in a form that's going to be compelling to a a jury and that's going to tell a simple story. That's also one of the great joys of working with experts, actually.
0: Now, obviously, the jury never gets to hear the story if the testimony is not admitted. What can lawyers do to make sure their experts' opinions are ultimately admitted at trial? Well, first and foremost, you have to look at
1: the standard for admissibility in the jurisdiction that you're in. Uh, Now in many jurisdictions, that's gonna, gonna be something either like Federal Rule 702 or a test that's very similar. So you're gonna be looking at things like the sufficiency of the facts and data that your expert is basing their opinion on. You need to look at the reliability of the methodology that they're using. And of course, you have to make sure that your experts qualify to render an opinion
0: in this area. A lot of us have heard the term gatekeeper in describing the court's function in keeping out testimony that really shouldn't be before the jury. Is it too much to be asking judges who are not doctors or scientists to be gatekeepers? It's not too much to be
1: asking them to be gatekeepers. It's their job. But Likewise, it's the attorney's job to help educate the judge on why the testimony should or should not come in.
0: Now, we've all seen My Cousin Vinny, at least I hope we've all seen My Cousin Vinny. And there's that great scene where the prosecutor has to voir dire Ms. Vito about her expert testimony or anticipated expert testimony. Does that remotely resemble what you've been seeing in the courtroom, that kind of wadir? Well,
1: I'm sure that is going on in a courtroom somewhere, but what I'm more typically seeing is that those issues are dealt with in pretrial motions. However, you certainly need to make sure that your expert is prepared to handle
0: that kind of wadir. Are you really seeing problems? Shouldn't it be obvious whether an expert is qualified to give the opinions that they're purporting to give? That's a great question. Uh, And the answer is it's more complicated
1: than that. For example, if we look at medicine, it may seem obvious that a doctor can testify about any medical issues. And certainly courts have found that a doctor doesn't have to be board certified or a specialist in a certain area in order to opine about that area. However, as any doctor will Hopefully, admit medicine's an extremely broad area that's highly specialized, particularly in some uh, areas, and that's where it can be challenging to determine exactly how far an expert's expertise goes and when they are, in fact, going too far out on a limb.
0: Thank you very much, Cecilia. To paraphrase Joe Pesci, you have been a lovely, lovely interviewee. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. If you'd like more
1: information on this topic, go to the Shook website, shb.com. And a reminder that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based on advertising. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only, and it's not intended to be any kind of legal advice. Thank you.